Hey guys, you know, after today's um, episode, which I have yet to see, but I am DVRing it, hopefully, if not, I will watch it on demand. Um, you know, a lot of people were happy at the fact that, you know, we got to see the Rescue Rangers. Um, honestly, the only thing I have an issue with, um, and I've always had this issue, is uh, I, I just cannot... I can't stand, and I'm going to point it out right there. I can't stand the new Pac-Man eye style. I mean, I can understand if you put it on on uh, Mickey Mouse and Minnie and, you know, the new designs and all that. But literally, you're putting it on everything now. You're animating it on just about all your characters. Yeah, you're keeping them true to the Disney Afternoon designs and everything with a little change here and there but it's like it's weird just to see them with those pac-man eyes i mean we see when we get an up close shot of gadget um in this episode it's like her eyes are blue which you know simplified because of simplified you know because of the new era of animation but it's got the pac-man style to it and it's like um you know it's just my opinion but i'm just not used to that i mean if you're going to bring the characters in, bring them in as they are. Don't Pac-Man them or anything like that. But then again, that's just the style to go in with right now. I guess it's a more simplified, affordable style to go with. But anyway, that's just a little nitpick on my part. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one, though, uh, that feels that way. But getting uh, to the point here, um, one thing that I've been hearing about, even though a lot of people were happy to see the Rangers and all that, is the fact that you advertise them in your poster. You advertise them at San Diego Comic-Con a year before, or just about a year before. And you give them this new origin, if you will. And they barely... According to, I think the one problem is everybody felt that they barely got any screen time here. It's like you hear them in the background in the rodential language, which plays off of the original show, where they can well only fellow rodents or certain animals can understand them, but humans, or in this case ducks and all that, chickens if you will, humanoid anthropomorphics, uh, can't understand them. So you play off that, which is okay. But the issue people had with this is despite that you had them come in, you gave them a new origin, you had them come to the rescue, you played a, a new instrumental version of the theme song, very surround sound-wise, if you, especially if you have 7.1 or 5.1 surround. Very nice to hear. Um, but yet the biggest complaint, the big complaint that people take away from this is they were barely in the episode. It's like they were there, they did what they had to do, and that was it. But, but it's like I said, I think the main focus of this entire thing, especially with the fact that I believe, because you can't just one-shot them like this. You can't just bring them in like this and be done with it. No. I think, honest. it's like I said, I think, honestly, the one character out of the team that's going to get a lot of focus in this is Gadget. I just, I just get this feeling. She's going to get a ton of focus. 
and you know you know some people may well I wouldn't say some but I'd say a lot of people are going to be happy about that but again the one major takeaway negatively that they take from this is they just feel like the Rangers are wasted it's like you promote them in the poster you promote them at San Diego Comic Con and yet all you give us and again I haven't seen the episode yet uh, but apparently all you give us to them is like barely five minutes you have them speak but in Rodential it's like it's like you advertise the fact that you got Trish McNeely Trish McNeil you got Corey Burton you probably got Jim Cummings coming back who knows to voice to reprise the roles of the characters I mean Trish McNeely as Gadget and Chip Corey Burton as Dale and Zipper, possibly Jim Cummings as Monterey Jack. It's like you got them coming back to reprise the role, but yet we don't hear them speak actually in their debut or the uh, debut in the new DuckTales universe. We only hear rodential sounds. And this is what upsets a lot of people. It's like, why promote them if you're not going to really utilize them, if you're not really going to put focus on them? And I look at it this way. What we got here, just like with Goofy last week, because people don't bring this up. Goofy was in last week's episode. Um, I don't know if he was in for, in for a majority of it. I don't think he was. I, I got to go back and watch. But, you know, I mean, I'm sure he was and all that, but you, you get the idea. But, but again, you know, still there were clips and scenes about that show uh, that are done without Goofy. You know, like Goofy's not in some of these scenes. So, you know, it's like, well, why, why, I, I guess the big problem people have is why advertisers are bringing in these Disney Afternoon characters if they're barely going to have any role. Like, even if they do have a role, it's not as big as it should be, or it's not as prominent as it should be and here's why here's my opinion why I think Goofy even though he was a part of the episode wasn't in it as much last week as I, I'm assuming he was I would guess I would guess maybe about 50-45% in if you will um, and then you look at Rescue Rangers as like barely being in there and all that New Origin and all that I think the reason we weren't given as much as we would hope. Like, they weren't, like, Goofy and then the Rangers and then later on Molly and Kit, maybe, and and maybe the Wuzzles, who knows. And even last season with the reference to the Gummy Bears, it's like, the reason we have not been given the full plate, like the full course meal with these characters' appearances, like even the Genie from DuckTales the movie, the reason... We have not been given the full scale, full course meal with them. Is the people, in my opinion, the people behind the series, this new DuckTales series, who are fans like us, who were fans growing up with it, like us, us, you know, they were fans of the original Disney Afternoon stuff. They, in my opinion, are saving it. They are giving us a taste, a tease of what will be. Because you can't just... It's, it's like I said in my video about Gadget. You know, being the focal point. You can't just... 
you can't just uh, show this new origin of her and the other rangers without building upon it later on. And I think that's what they're going to do. They're going to build upon it later on. And then you're taking a look at, you know, Goofy, he's going to make another return, there's no doubt. Um, you're taking a look at Kit and Molly, obviously they're showing up real soon, maybe even next week, who knows. Uh, you got a lot of Disney Afternoon characters coming in. You got Daisy coming in eventually. You got Gizmo Duck's Mama coming in, maybe the younger version, basically the version of uh, Aunt May from the new um, Spider-Man movies that we've been getting, like, like Spider-Man Homecoming and Far From Home. Um, stuff like that. So you got all these characters coming in, Disney Afternoon connected, and you know Donald Duck connected and stuff. And it's like, you know, basically the question people have is why bring them in if you're not going to fully present them in an appropriate way, like give them a full scale, equal treatment. And like I said, I think it's because they're saving it. They're not giving us the full course meal. They're giving us the appetizers. They're giving us the appetizers because they're saving everything for the full course meal at the end. Think about it this way. Did they give us everything in season two of DuckTales? Or did they wait till the end? They waited to the end, right? They waited to the very end to give us everything. They went into... Here's what they did. Here's what they did. Season one, they teased us. They told us about Della. You know, what happened to her, her and everything. And for most of season one, we did not know where she was. Guess what? End of season one, what do they do? They tease us. They show us. They give us Della. They give us Della at the end of season one, showing us what happened to her, showing us what she is, and everything. So what do they do in season two? That first half of season two, they basically build that upon Della returning home, and then they use the mid-season finale to bring her home, reunite her with her family, but in exchange, they send Donald back. They send Donald in her place. And then what does that do? That sets us up for what we're going to get later on. That's the entire thing. I mean, season one teased us with Magica, but only gave us a fracture, a tease, an appetizer as to who she would be, to what she would look like. The finale comes around, we get her. And then, on top of that, on top of that, they tease us with, um, what's her name? I can't think of her name right now. Violet? Not Violet. Um, huh. It's like I said, you know, it's like at the end of of the season one finale, we see what happens to Lena. They tease us with the fact that she's okay, but yet we and we know she's coming back apparently because of what they show at the, at the Comic Con convention. But yet we don't know when she's coming back, and they tease us. They tease us just like with Della in season two. At the end of season one, they tease us with both of those things, and in season two, second half, and all that, they tease us about. They tease us with potential. They keep teasing us, they keep appetizing us with the eventual returns, acknowledging they're going to happen very soon, and then what happens? They happen, happen, and we're satisfied, and it's worth the wait. The same with the Moonvasion 
finale for season two. They teased us about something happening with these moon people that um, Della had befriended. They captured Donald later on when he came in her place. So they teased us that there was more to these moon people than meets the eye, except for that one moon person that was a roommate in a BFF of Della's. But they teased us that there was something coming up. They teased us. Used us with, you know, McDuck, with the entire world getting ready to go to war against this moon, these moon people. You know, heck, even throughout season one and into season two, they teased us about the eventual uh, team-up of all these other villains that confronted uh, Scrooge and his family from Glumgold, the Beagle Boys, Ma Beagle, Don Connage, you name it. And we eventually got that. They teased us that there was a bigger a bigger organization, a bigger underground, underworld, you know, crime lord, mafia-like organization. They teased us with that. And they waited. They waited to the end to give us the full reveal. The point that I'm getting at, heck, they even teased us with Dark Green Duck, Duck and how he was eventually going to come about. The point is, the point is, they have teased us. The point is, the point I'm getting at is, they've teased us and they've given these, given us all these different appetizers over the past two seasons already, that even though the appetizers, at the end, they were worth the weight of the full course meal. Now, season three is the same thing. Season three is the same thing. They are giving us an appetizer either with the Rangers, with Goofy, potentially Kit and Molly, the Wuzzles, you name it. They've given us an appetizer as to what's to come um, so that when they're prepared to give us that full course meal in either the mid-season finale or the finale, season finale period, it'll be worth the wait. That's what it's going to be. We get to the mid-season finale, that's kind of going to be like the first part of the... That's going to be like the first course of a four-course meal. It's going to be the first half of the four-course meal. We get to the season, the series, season finale. That's going to be the full-on meal. Like right now, we're getting appetizers, appetizers, and then the mid-season finale is going to be like the soup or the salad you order with your full-course meal. And then when we get to the series season finale. That's going to be the full course, and it'll be worth the wait. It'll be, that's what's going to happen in my opinion. It's going to be worth the wait. And I and I know some people are thinking, oh, the Rangers didn't get enough time because of legal, because of the fact originally, legally, they, you know, the people behind the series barely were able to get them in there. That might be true, but you know what? It's like I said before, the people, it's like I told, it's like I told James Sullivan, a.k.a. Hymitude, Toon Grin, and many others, even Tricky Fox, I said, basically, the people behind the series and basically the heads up at Disney, they know what they got here, and I guarantee you it's going to be worth the wait. It's going to be worth the wait. They know fans have been waiting to see something like this happen. Now that it happens, they give them an appetizer, a taste of it, a taste of what it is. They're gonna, they know they're going to want more, and that's what's going to make the full course meal at the end of the entire season worth the wait. Guarantee it. You're going to get your soup and salad mid-season finale taste and then come the season finale 
you're going to get a full course meal and it'll be worth the wait. Believe me. Believe me. You're going to get Trish McNeiler. You're going to get vocalness voices coming out of the characters. You're going to get Trish McNeil as Chip. Trish McNeil as Gadget, doing her, ga doing her gadget like she's never lost a step. You're going to get Cory Burton as Dale again. You're going to get everything, guys. Guarantee. And it's going to be worth the wait. Kit and Molly showing up. We don't know how they're going to be played out. But if it's similar, if not identical, if not a hybrid of both Goofy appearance and Risky Ranger appearance, then again, it'll be a major appetizer for a full-course meal at the end. It's a guarantee. It's just my opinion, guys. It's, I'm not, I shouldn't say a guarantee, but just from experience growing up with these characters and, and just hearing and going off of word of mouth and what people are saying and reviewing and analyzing, guys... I think it's just too predictable that the, the the people behind the series they would not promote a gathering of all these characters if they weren't planning to do a major major season finale climactic cinematic like you know crescendo at the end of the third season season you know they wouldn't have they wouldn't bring them in if they weren't planning to do that so Again, to me, what we're getting is the appetizers. The mid-season finale is going to be like your salad or your soup that you eat. Eat that comes with your full-course meal. And as we get into the second half of the se third season, we get to the season finale, that's going to be the full-course meal, and it'll be worth the wait. That's my opinion. So, tell me what you guys think, though, down below. Comment if you like. Do you think I'm kind of on point of what I said? Or do you think maybe it's just hopeful thinking? Let me know down below, and I'll talk to you all later.